Good day, good night, good morning, if you, wherever you are listening to this podcast, and welcome to our 135th episode, um, when I know this is the right number, I think it is. Andreen, don't say anything. But it has been not named, so by the end of the podcast, hopefully we'll come up with a name, ladies. So I'm putting the challenge and the work on both of your hands. I'm speaking to you, Janina, because you don't do shit. But anyway, <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you heard that? I I was oh yeah. That. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, before I go any further, let me introduce my co-host. This is with the most. This is I am nothing without these ladies. We have Andrine from Soli Tennis Travels, and right now she's exhausted as hell. Even though it is what four o'clock in LA, <laughs> but you know people call it jet lag. But you know. I don't know. How are you, Andreen? I'm okay. I don't know if it's jet lag. It's just like, it's, I guess, what is it officially? Uh, 11 o'clock in my body time. <laughs> my body's experiencing it like it's 11 p.m. at night. <laughs> so you, so you, do you want going out to the clubs and, you know, the bars in Europe at 11 yeah, at night? Not even. I'm so lame. I keep it real casual. I think um, my last night I hung out with family. Um, so, I saw some party pictures. Yes, we. I did, go, I did go to a party. <laughs> I did go to a dance party. Mm-hmm. Um, a Ooh. dance party, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I think I got up this morning at like freaking six a.m. So, oh, she just uh, completed a nine-hour flight from London <laughs> to L.A. I yeah. mean. That's a bad bitch. That is a bad bitch. Last time I crossed the Atlantic, uh-huh. I slept for 12 hours straight. Like just 12 hours. Just like I woke up, it was a brand new oh my God. day, completely different hour. Um, I watched yeah. the, I watched a bunch of documentaries. Oh, uh, on the flight? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So you know something. You know a I lot know. more than you did before. So exactly. You're be that's smarter. That knowledge. That's You're gonna be really tapping into the knowledge. Right. It is right. I was like two hours going. I mean, I, I watched um, four going, and then I watched um, three coming. So I, I mean, think I, I mean, I if you I have nine know, hours, oh sweetie, God. you can read War and Peace in that nine hours. You can do a lot of things. <laughs> Why didn't you just sleep? That, that's you know, more than a work day. <laughs> I, I know. I slept for a little bit, but because I only ended up oh watching gosh, um, three of them, so that's like that's like what three, two, four. Six Six hours, so I slept okay. in and out somewhere. So yeah, no, it was good. I I feel a little bit smarter. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. I mean, you left the U.S., so that's smart. That is smart. Yeah. Coming back though, oh, so I know. I, I, I came back and heard just as soon as I landed, um, or I was in the I was in the lift and I saw I heard the Chicago thing and I was like, welcome Oof. back to the good old U.S. of A. Yes. Uh-huh. Speaking about messy Midwest areas, we have uh-huh. Janina. From far in Ohio. Really? How are you, girl? Not, nothing's happened here in the well, last, that's good. you know, I, at this hour. couple days, I guess. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because I see y'all abortion rights bill. Ooh, girl. Mm. Mm, yeah. Messy, messy. We don't messy. need to talk about that. No, we do not. No, we do not. And, of course, you have the homosexual off the podcast. We are here. Janine, I think you might have to kill your husband. I'm just saying. I, I mean, does he want a co-star? Done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but please, just wait like three weeks to do that because, you know, if you do it immediately, we're going to be part of the news. And not in a good way. We're going <laughs> to we, we, be accessories to murder. 
But if it's three mm. weeks time, we can always say it was just a joke. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. So, ladies, we have last time we left off, we were in Basel, right? Mm. And the WTA finals was just about actually WTA finals had concluded. Yes. And I think it was Fidelina B. Yes. Fidelina well. one, right? Yeah, she did. And we had Federer winning his 99th title mm-hmm. in Basel. But then we move on to the last Grand uh, Master Series of the year in Paris. And Federer decided to show up in Paris. And did Paris show it fucking ass? But we'll get to that later. I see, Federer. When you stick to a promise, and Leo, when we stick to something, when we say something, we should mean it and stick to it. But anyway, surprise, surprise. Nole got to the finals, which is not really the surprise. But the surprise is that Federer, as always, not a surprise really, kept him honest in the semifinal, wore him down with probably a couple of points here or there. Where Federer, um, in the beginning, Federer looked really rough and sketchy. And then in the second set, he was just like, fuck, I ain't going home straight set. You know, like, this is not Cincy, okay? It's not happening. And he turned it up, and then the third set became like this really battle. I think they all held serve, right? And then they played a tiebreaker and a couple points here or there. Nole won. And my God, Nole. I mean, I don't like you. That's true. But God, girl, you showed out. You were a hot mess. That was so unnecessary. He it, was acted, a, it was a big win. It was a challenging win. What, I, mean, like but, but is, I mean, to me, I would have expected, I would have, you know, you know, that sort of like humble, well, not so humble brag <laughs> Venus had back in the day when Venus won Wimbledon. And she's just like, it's me. It's me. I told you I was going to do this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would have expected that. But no, they acted like he federated the mountain. <laughs> like, boo. You are the number one player by far. You know what I mean? To me, that was just like out of control. But he won. And winning covered a multitude of sin. And you you win, you could celebrate anyhow you want to do. Federer took his beating as always and moved on. But <laughs> Nole was drunk with power because he showed up in the finals again, catching up, and was looking a hot mess. I mean, <laughs> catching up is not even the smartest young person out there. He's not. He's cute. He's cute. He's married and he's tempting me to be a home wrecker. That is okay. But catching off was just like, look, all I gotta do is just make sure my serves are in and just stay in the rallies. Don't create any hot mess, you know, make any careless errors. Just hang in there. And Nola didn't even win a set. In fact, Nola didn't even come close to winning a set. He wasn't serving for a set. So you can't even say like he got dodgy, you know what I mean? He, ju- he just wasn't. Yeah. He just did, he looked like if he was catching up and catching up was Nole. Well, I think this. I think the semifinals took it out of him emotionally as well as physically. To be honest, you know well, it's like when, when, you know how like when with other players when they beat the top guys and then they have nothing left. I think Nole is still on a journey back now. So that probably I think so for him. He does that. He uh. I he think can't he perform still, the next see, round. See, Is that what you're saying? Well, you thing. know what? I mean, we might have to. This might be the new universe, you know, because everybody keeps expecting Novak to be um, the unbeatable, impenetrable Novak, right? But we know that there has to be some long, some long-term impact of him being a little sketchy for a couple, for a couple of years. So years. Like, <laughs> wasn't it like a couple? But of that's. Years? But but is, but here's this. You see, this is the thing that I. Uh, 
there are a couple of net tennis narrative that I just don't buy at all. Just, just Nole, come back, kid Nole. I don't buy that. There's nothing wrong with Nole, ever. Okay? Well, and the injured Diva Dow. No. But we're not talking about, we're talking about Novak. He's not as tight. Because also, remember, Novak is old now. Like people, for, I mean, like I know people in contrast to Federer, Novak is young, but Novak is still an older champion. So expecting him to be the, the 2011 Novak, where he was just killing everybody and seemed to be uh, unstoppable, I just the juggernaut. I, know, I call him. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know if that's going to be the person that we should expect. I think but, that we might get a little bit more bleeps. But here's the thing, Novak. though. But he does go on these roles, though, because I mean, honestly, he has not not been to a final since. Um, Queens. He lost to Chilich in Queens, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Yes. Yeah, so no, no. Before yeah, that, he, he's been yeah. to a fight. He's never yeah, not no, been to a final. Back to his back to who he is. But I think what I'm suspecting is that maybe he's not going to be back to that that like unbeatable Novak where you take those. Well, somebody needs to tell these commentators and his family and his fans and whatever because they speak of this man as if he's just like the juggernaut. And I mean, like. Well, yeah, I don't think they're going to say anything different. They never well, that's do. true. They but, but, but here's the thing. Up. But have you noticed that they never pick up hints? Even when Federer is, is, gets to a final and he's not playing well, they say things like masterclass. Like, they just kind of look at the scoreline and they don't, they don't look at anything else. They don't say, oh, is this person fully dialed in? Because all the whole that's thing. That's true. Say, it's true. You know what I mean? Never, I mean, I, I had the. Or anything. They just sort of say. I had the, 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 the triple fury of the P Mac, K Hale, and Brad Gilbert. Oh, oh. For Paris? Um, for, um, oh. Well, I was talking about the World Tour Finals and just, no, you know, you, you know the, 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 that it. whole general vibe of them, them not picking up on anything. And again, that sense to me, again, that, that's why I say that to me, there's nothing wrong with Nole. Well, wait, 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 wait. Let's, not fo- let's not go too far. No, 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 no. Let's I was talking about Paris. the same finals. I'm talking about the finals let's in Paris. Let's talk about it. Yeah. If there wasn't anything physically wrong with him in Paris. But he, I, think just that- he had a, I think he had a little bit of a head cold in Paris. And I, and I think Who did? Novak, he had a head cold in Paris, and I think he got exhausted by that three-set match. Listen, I think it was still important for Novak to beat Federer. That's why it was important for him to respond the way he did. Federer was is a challenge. They they play complicated matches, and um, you know, and I think it, it, it there was clearly something not entirely right with him because it took him it was like what two and a half, three hours that match. Yeah, it was a long and match. It was a very long match, and then with all the tension, and then he flips. For the next, you know, within the next, like, very brief couple hours, he turned around time to go to the final with a younger guy who had not had the same struggle and was just, just, I mean, remember, even at the height of Nole's powers, he would have these um, little flat moments in Masters, right? I don't, you know, I, 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 Nole in best of three is still a different animal than Nole in best of five. That's true. I mean, best of five is just a complete different beast altogether. And, you know, it, it's going to continue to favor these top guys, these older experienced guys, because yeah. they know how to figure out, you know, like, oh, you don't need to push it. <laughs> but it was a shock, though. I mean, I, even though it I was a shock, because that's what I'm saying, because Kachanov wasn't was playing shocked. exceptional tennis. <laughs> Yeah, Kachanov wasn't playing exceptional tennis. In fact, to me, he played better against Steve Vidal at the U.S. Open well, than yeah. he played here. Yeah. And to me, it was just like, oh, wow, <laughs> Nole. 
<laughs> and again, and this is the interesting thing that, you know, no one, I mean, okay, I guess people could mark it off as being you know, like he got tested by Federer and he pushed by Federer. But I thought like, oh, no, after he made all that show, really, you really want that to be the narrative out there. What, but, you know, the old narrative? man, the old man really dragged you down. Yeah, I mean, nobody, but nobody calls Federer old when he's playing Novak. You know, I mean, we're the ones that talk about Federer as the old it, person on tour. It's true, it's true. They, they still act like Federer is in his prime when he plays Novak. It's true, you know, like, and sometimes I hear him talk just like, you know, like, his forehand can be off people. Like, you know, like, he's going to have certain expectations of himself, you know, but. Which he. I mean, age is age, you know what I mean? Like, you can't deny the fact that your bones are 37. Well, your bones are not 37. But I mean, like, your your body is is that age it's your age no matter however young you feel or whatever the case it may be but you know i mean it was good I'm, i was happy to see that you know some young blood got in there i mean like i, I kind of i mean it's nice I do, it's nice for paris that they had a brand yeah new and it's nice paris it's a nice motivation paris. factor for i mean like but i mean i don't know i don't know if it might necessarily mean anything because you know let's be honest burdich has won a master series back in the day <laughs> and in 2005 so and Jack Sock has one. I mean, well, I think you know what. I let's see. I think it matters. I think it matters only in the sense that the little players are that they're that they can they, they're getting in there. They're chipping away at the glass. They're ceiling. chipping, yeah, exactly. Or they're chipping away at the Masters. Remember, the Masters used to be impenetrable as well as the Slams, and right. all of the younger players have had some good runs. In I mean, even Dominic Team has gotten to a Masters final. Did he win one? Didn't he win wrong? No. Oh no, he um, oh. he beat the doll, but that was it. But you know yeah. what I mean. So it's like, I think that it means things. They're getting they're, there. They're getting there. Yeah, they're, they're getting, getting there. there. And and that is, that is encouraging to me. I really really like that. They're exciting. And I think it's exciting for to see them trying to really work and figure it out. Well, it's also they're getting there because the other people are also <laughs> like. I mean, I don't know. I mean, well, it doesn't matter why. It just matters that it's happening. Yeah, and then did y'all y'all need a um. Coming off of that baseline, boo. You know, I need yeah. the second game. You know, you need a plan B, people, because you know, and so every day we'll be feeling it. So congrats to catching so, off for surprising. Because so, I think he surprised everybody, to be honest. Everybody, all I yeah. saw online were double takes. Oh, which were which meant nobody else was watching it. They were just double taking at the score line. Right, and <laughs> uh, catching off. You know, an even greater win is that you got married and no one even really noticed. Oh yeah, nobody cares. He's not, you know, he doesn't get as much public attention <laughs> as like the other top. And I don't know why he looks like the Thor Chris. You know what I mean? And that should give you some, you know. I I wonder about that too. Like he doesn't figure into any of the storyline or the narratives. Maybe he'll just quietly get his because he's not out. running his mouth. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> that is true, and that's not messy. That is true. I don't care though. He doesn't eat, and you but know what's true. He's, he's not, he, I don't really think about him. I mean, like Medvedev and uh, Rublev, you're thinking they're gonna blow the gasket on the court at any point in time, right? Like they're gonna choke somebody out. <laughs> but know. you know, but he's catching off is really calm and cool. Hmm. He's like a Davidenko, which means probably gonna be caught with some shady shit later on. Oh you know boy, <laughs> leave Davidenko alone. <laughs> <laughs> Davidenko was looking at that match. Was looking at was that it was in London, mm -hmm. and he had this look in his eye, be like, "Bitches, <laughs> I could have run these motherfuckers ragged." Look, look, he probably, he probably still could have. Um, so you know. So moving on to Suzuhai, so Ashley Body won that. So nothing else. Anyway, nothing else I want to say. Not really. <laughs> That's all, all right, I'm saying. Moving on. 
So for the body party, congrats on that. I mean, congratulations. I mean, the good thing is other people go on about her, so we don't have to. Um, mm. The best thing about Zuha is that it was on TV. Oh, that's true. I noticed that. Yes. And for so some reason. Not that I watched it, but well, I saw, you know. It, it was on. accessible. And then that's half the battle. And despite <laughs> the fact that, you know, that the whatever this rubric that they have to the wrong robin three people it's messy it's complicated it's hard to figure out but somehow it draws in more intrigue and fascination than the wj finals just saying sometimes yeah i think so you know just yeah, yeah i think because fun. most of the girls it's been that, that way group. for years well yeah. it's only a couple years right but yeah i mean I think yeah it's like four years now four or three yeah. Well, because I guess because by the time you get to Zuhai, usually the people who do Zuhai are the ones who had like a nice chase throughout. Yeah, the day, right? that's what so it is. Too, the yeah. last part of the fall. And so you had some Sabalenka, you yeah. had Madison Keys, you know, so you had some, you know, it's yeah. more intrigue, I think, built within it, you know. Yeah. And they seem to dress better. Now that <laughs> they dress great, they just dress better. <laughs> so, um, so moving on to the ATP finals. So I'm going to turn the microphone over to Andrine because she was live in Living Colors. No, actually, I tell a lie. The next-gen finals where Stefano Sissipas beat Alex Deminar. And I have to say, people... That's a worthy to, final. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of... Um, it's interesting. I have to say that I do enjoy next-gen. Don't always enjoy all the people who are there. But... You know, I do enjoy the format because it's one of those things like where you have to be quick thinking and on top of the game from the beginning because yep. one break alone is going to kill you. Yeah. Right. And whereas in a regular, you know, best to six two way, you know, you can figure things out like, you know, you're down a break is not that critical. Being down a break in the next gen finals is doom. And it's um, there's no deuce point, you know, it's um, deciding point, you know, and let's serve. So. It's complicated. And the court was very fast. So mm. people had to figure out how to get into the net, which was one of the things. It favored the more athletic, you know, um, players, but it favored those who were willing to, like, work their way in. And Diminal showed that. And, you know, he was a nice surprise. I was, you know, he's white bread, you know, Australian. You're not really special, exciting about him. But, you know, I mean, he's tiny, I think. But you can never mm -hmm. judge with these. But you know, this player's land is stats, right? Because <laughs> <go fine. laughs> so to me on TV, he looked small. Okay. Next yeah. thing you know, you might be six five. But um he really I could see, you know, like him coming into his own and being, you know, like a solid, you know, top 20 player at some point. You know what I mean? Being like a David Goffin. I, so. I think he could even be a yeah. top 10, depending on the quality of the, the top tenors. Yeah, and he and like his attitude too, in terms of like, you know, like he has this, yep. you know, like the Spirit, you know, fighter, right. and, and, and he wants to learn. He doesn't seem yeah. to be satisfied with where he is, and he's putting in the effort. I was a little surprised at Tearful because I thought, you know, like he, he'd been exposed to the big stage that he would try to own this space. Mm -hmm. But again, I think the format kind of threw him off because I think I they understand. just. I don't understand anyone who thinks Tearful wants to own anything. That just doesn't seem like his personality at all. It, I mean, like, when I, I guess you're right in that sense, you know, I mean, he does, he's not really boring, but, you know, he seems to come no, alive he, in. No, he just plays, in, he plays, he plays backup. Yeah, and Robin really? Ginebra has his coach. I yeah, feel like, I his feel forehand like, has a hitch to it, so you can see it coming a mile away. 
I just think that he. I never. I never think of TFO as going up and out there and bossing a match. Like it always feels like he. Um, He's I mean, a reactor. Maybe, yeah, and maybe he'll change over time. You know, obviously. I mean, I. You know, I know a lot of people love him and enjoy him. Well, I mean, he's I just, twenty years old, that. so. I do. I but the, but so is um so so is Alex. Alex is twenty one even. So like, but you could tell what they're. No, Deminar is twenty. Is nineteen. Nine even. So no, TFO. I I I mean. No no no. Wait, but, no, no but, but our point is that there there are people his they're, age who are, yeah their personalities are already kind of set. You know who they are. Like so, it's just for me. It's like to say that. TFO was going to go there and sort of boss the thing. He's not a boss player. That's just not his attitude on court. He seems like he plays um, background easily. Like that's more his comfort zone. That just his personality on court. When I watch him, I, I never get the sense that he's going to boss a match. Even if he's in the lead, there's right. always the possibility for him to sort of like struggle or you know. What? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. What now that you said, now that you said it, I mean, I can see that because as opposed to when you see a player like Sasha. Uh, like Nick and might not be a fair comparison in terms of like you know they are much more established and experienced and more talented. Let's be one hundred about that. But well, when they come on court, there is a sense yeah. that you know what, even against a lower ranked player, TFO just comes out like you know like mm, I'm going to wait to see what he's doing out here. You yeah, know what I mean? So control. or if he does, so what you want more swagger? I no, I want him to walk in with a bunch of a bunch of street creds. I want the street cred because you know what? That's the thing. You, I was similar to to what Reels is saying. Is like when you look at the next gen finals, you want to give more credit to the people who've actually been doing well on the main tour too, right? Because I was like, you know, when I looked at who was going to end up in the final, I was like, you know what? It would make sense for somebody who's been showing up in the main tour as well to get to the final because you're competing against the big. Boys. Yeah, it was the number one and two seed who ended up in the final. Exactly, but also not, but but not by accident are also the ones who have demonstrated that they can do things on the main tour. Exactly, too, right? They that so, they, they, their game yeah. is up there. Yeah. So somebody like a TFO, you would also kind of imagine that he might bring that element to it, but he never seemed to. It, he seemed very much stuck in sort of like a kind of second league play, and maybe mm -hmm. it was just a long season. Maybe he was also tired too, because I think he'd had a pretty was a pretty quick turnaround, I think, from the last tournament to head over there. So he, he also seemed like he kind of ran out of gas a little bit. And also, mm -hmm. I think he needs to so. develop. He needs a better coach because he need, because those two players, Sisyphus and Sisyphus and um, Dimina, there is much more shape and, and texture to their game style. Yeah, they're doing more. They're, yeah. they're much more structured to it. So TFU comes out, they're kind of like, uh, not so sure what I'm doing here, kind of. You know, like the game style isn't so sure what he's doing. Like he makes a bunch of errors because he was error prone against it. It was just crazy. But anyway, but you maybe, know, um, maybe it's also just also the American style, which is very simple. Keep it oh simple. Oh gosh, girl. I mean, it's not a bad it ain't thing. a thing. It ain't a thing. You know what? Okay, let me take that back. Thing. It ain't a thing that works. <laughs> it ain't a thing that works. It's just well, not. I, I mean, I I would just like him to own. I want him to own himself better on the court because I think he has the ability to do that. Um, and he's 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 had some painful losses from you know from being in a leading position. So that I, I think mean, that's, that's interesting as well for him. You brought up an interesting question, and I don't want you brought up a point that leads to a sort of a question I have, and we don't have to answer this right now because of time. But is this real American style? Is is it really a thing? Because when you look at the last great American champion, and let us not include Andy Roddick, because again, who's the last great American champion? 
I mean, like Sampras, Agassi, um, Chang, not really, but I mean, like Chang was dominated on tour anyway, uh, right? He was the number two player solidly. But even but they even, want even Sampras and and Jim Courier and um, Sampras is a very going, efficient player. Exactly, and everyone talks about his big serve, but <laughs> Sampras knew how to come to the net. He had a backhand that was solid. So a lot of this idea that Americans are only forehand, we're talking about Andre Agassi, you know, the scrambler, he was going on both wings. So this whole idea about big serve and forehand shit, it's like that just seemed to be like a mediocre cop-out to cover mediocrity. It just seemed like a cop-out to cover mediocrity. No, I just think it's probably just a, a holdover from the Roddick generation, which was really who what that was. I mean, Roddick, Roddick was a complete departure from Sampras. Right? But that wasn't effective, and that's my point. I, I know it wasn't, but for a long time he was holding the game down, and he was also the one that was inspiring and trying to um, mentor some of the, uh, the younger players coming up. I don't really think you see Sampras being out there chatting with any of the other players that are coming up on the scene. He don't chat so. with himself, I don't think. Exactly, look, right? Look, so, look, look, look. So, hold, so up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Wah, wah, wah. We, Wait, this and is, I'm just saying, so you would necessarily think of this as the Roddick generation a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, even if you talk to these players, they don't mention Sampras at all, rarely. Okay, this is not a session to drag Sampras, okay? Because he is one I'm of my not going to drag him. him. He's doesn't. just not somebody that you think of as overly friendly. Because he's I mean, not. let's be 100 here. Any of these American boys really look really interesting? I mean, I'm come not, on. I mean, Reels, you're getting lost. You're losing the point. I know we're what talking, you're saying. You're right. Talking, you're right. We're talking about the, who's influenced this next generation. And it, it's I'm true. Weird, and and erotic. And erotic. It is Andy. It's not Sampras. You don't hear them. I mean, or maybe even. It's not even Agassi either. It's not even Agassi. It, I mean, it's interestingly enough, the generation that Agassi and Sampras inspired are like the Radascos, the 30, the, the late 20s, the 30 something year olds. When you talk yeah. to the young They're currently on tour right now. <laughs> They're yeah, guaranteed to leave. Yeah. <laughs> when you talk to the younger players, I don't really hear them mentioning any of the kind of cool American greats. Really? I don't, that's not, not even really Jim Gara, who is kind of friendly and, you know, touchy feely. <laughs> And also, who's coaching? Really Maybe Americans that. just are not big sharers. You know what I mean? And Andy Roddick, that's part of the issue where Andy Roddick was, you know, complaining and felt exhausted. Well, I mean, you also, it's like you said, he needs a new coaching team. If you think about, all the people, the player, the American coaches, they're not even the great American players coaching. They're kind of like your B team American players that work that are coaching. Robbie Ginepri. I mean, not to say anything wrong with Robbie Ginepri. Bro in a box. <laughs> I could say a lot. Bro in a box. You got a friend in a box, boo. He's your friend. Why aren't He's not a coach? Why aren't, the great, why aren't the great American players coaching out there? <laughs> and here's the thing too, well, because look how don't well that worked out for Agassi. Exactly. Well, they don't need I to know, be, but right? Agassi won't help in Americans. No, he didn't pick the right person, though. He didn't pick, he didn't pick the right person. But I don't think he picked anybody. I think someone picked him. But, him, but, and but he just saying right. that. You need to hear right. It's not like he's looking around and going, find me an American. He doesn't Exactly. But also, the other thing, too, <laughs> is at all. Like, they don't even need think, to be a real full-time coach. You know, they can be consulting. They can be like Everybody helping. doesn't want to be a coach. I mean, fuck, Agassi didn't even like tennis. Why did we really think he was going to coach somebody? And be yeah, I, I you know great and effective and there. yeah, that's true. You're right. I was surprised he even decided to mm. do it. I thought he was miserable around tennis. But anyway, but anyway, so, Andreen, I read that book. London. Mm -hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so let's talk so, London. Let's talk London. Um, so London, 
they they celebrated according to them they've been in it is it has been 10 years because mm -hmm. um they were there since 2008. god I, I feel old wow. I, remember I, remember, I remember when it used to be in shanghai solidly yeah, it was like solidly in my mind <laughs> i remember in shanghai and then i how um, long was it in shanghai uh i think for four years or something or five years why has it been in london so long they extended the contract I think they because before there wasn't there wasn't a Shanghai Masters, so when it left oh, no, no, no. Shanghai, you know no, they're counting it. It's so weird. They're counting it like um, it was two thousand, but two thousand eight was it was still in Shanghai actually. So, but they they're calling it a ten year. Oh, you know what it is? They're calling it a ten year anniversary, including this next last this next year as a part okay. of the cycle. So, like it was actually. So yeah, so it was two thousand nine. So I guess I did go to London the very first year that they have it. They had it there. So I've been going to the tournament since it started in London. And it, can I tell you honestly, it hasn't changed that much. Um, and it's not a good thing, I'm assuming. <laughs> well, you keep so. saying that, and every year you're more bored with it. Yes, you could tell, right? Every year it it becomes decreasingly um. It, decreasingly in uninterest it it just becomes more and more uninteresting and i think they take away the little things that are charming about it like every year they retreat further and further into the into the into the experience so you don't you as a fan get less and less so like before the awards used to be presented in front of the public. So you could see Federer get his favorite award or you could see Rafa get year end number one or what have you. Oh. You used to get that. You don't get any of those anymore. They give those awards out at that, um, at the big event that they have internally with the players before the event starts. One or two times they might bring someone out because they did bring Alex de Minar as like the newcomer. They gave his award, which made sense because you mm -hmm. want the audience to get to know him. But, and then it, but they also, again, they do it at the weirdest time. They don't give out, they give out the award at the end of the last match, which is such a weird thing to do because by then the audience is done. And it's like, why wouldn't you give out the award after everyone is seated and ready for the match? So they could do it between the doubles and the last single match, which supposedly is going to get a good crowd. They don't. Mm. They wait until the very end of that match and they say, stay in your seats. There'll be an award or there'll be a special presentation. And then they, they don't mention who the special presentation is for. So sometimes I'm like, just name the person because maybe people will be interested. So it's just a weird way that the award is a very thrown away kind of quality to it. It just looks like as time has gone on, they've gotten lazier and lazier. Lazier. Let's have a more bang paper. Yeah, uh, I'm sure they're making as much money, if not more, but they're just not putting as much interest in it. And like the other thing that they used to do is you used to be able to go up one year. They had like um, each player had a, a like a, an open clear box where you could see different um, like different things representing the year for that top eight player. Mm -hmm. So there were just things that would help you kind of stay connected to the players a little bit. But now it's like you go in and it's just go straight to the tennis like and then it just it just feels like it feels like a throwaway it just doesn't feel like feel like you're being shepherded in for just singing and get out yeah like it, there used to be a mm. whole area like a bad club go. yeah you know where like you go a bad in club and in a bad neighborhood and um, you know, different things and see pictures the pr i don't even know where the player the practice section 
session section was anymore. Like it's just hmm. all gotten very behind. Well, you probably wouldn't because Federer didn't practice on site. So if he no, I mean, then, I mean, but Federer, Federer um, let me just say Federer often doesn't practice on site. That may, that that's not different. But I'm just saying. Oh, okay. When you first go to the tournament, they actually used to run it like a tournament. Like you would go in, you could watch the players practice. You could, you could like see pictures from every part of the year. You could see the road to the final with all the different tournaments oh, represented. Okay. On, like they just they they highlighted the tour better. Mm -hmm. Now it's just it's basically now stuck in a mall because when they first started, I think the space was very open and they had more flexibility with it. But now the space is actually a full on mall space. So it's like a it's like a giant mall. When I, I got there this year, I was like, oh, whoa, what's happened? Because last year there was some reconstruction. The reconstruction is over and essentially the entire space has become an outlet mall. Mm -hmm. So now you have like shopping and you have um, food and then there's tennis tucked in there. So it's all just, it all feels very much like an afterthought. And so I have to say that I think a couple of years ago, people were calling for it to leave London when they were thinking about it. I definitely believe it's time for it to go from London. Um, I think I think they should close out this time period with the top guys and then move successfully into another new place where well, in the create new memories, you know? <laughs> um, in the past, they were a little bit, they went to different places because in recent yeah. memory, in terms of like, they were in Frankfurt, Hanover, Lisbon, Sydney, Shanghai. They were in Shanghai in 2002. They were in Houston for two years. Then I guess after that point, they went back to this place where I guess we did new business model. They yeah. decided to and then they lock down New places. York, right? Yeah, then they, they, they locked down places. Um, so Shanghai was 2005 to 2008. Mm -hmm. London had 2009 to 2020. So I think the next place would be um would be 2021. Now is it is it locked? I I could I didn't know if London was actually is the last year two thousand twenty or is it two thousand nineteen? Two um I think I saw it's two thousand twenty. Oh, it's so sad. Two more. Yeah. Years. Um. Oh. They um. They extended. <laughs> no, it was I mean, supposed like, to be for five years, it. but they no, they, they extended the contract. Yeah, it was supposed to be ended some time ago, but they will. No, you it see, was supposed to be for five years, and then I thought they extended. Yeah, it. they were doing a great job for the first five years. That's why. Well, it's it. Listen, I'm not not to say not to um not to belittle. London is a great tennis market. People are eager to see tennis here. The big fear is to put it in some place where you have to like grow the audience for it, right? And be um, problematic. Area. And it's problematic. <laughs> but I think you know what I mean. You know, everybody gets pissed off. But maybe the lesson to be learned from like a Labor Cup is that you can, you can launch an event and it doesn't have to be there for billions of years you can go there for two three years wham bam build up a thing and Bye -bye. right you know what i mean like i think you could so i just think it would be nice because but if you create enough you know, buzz i mean tennis fans are willing to travel of course obviously yeah i mean i mean like sports fans are traveling like sometimes i'm watching like a different sport I'm just like the fuck all these people came out for like yeah, but man, I, this is insane. But your sense of it, and I know, I mean, I feel like I sense it even more online. And I don't know if maybe the online community is just different now too. But there's just no buzz to it. It's just really oh, there's flat. no buzz to watching it on TV. Honestly, there isn't. It's so I mean, flat other flat. than you, other than you just liking the match. I don't yeah. know, but you know, I, you know, I am much more critical. Eugenia tells me that all the time. And you know, like the commentators are just saying the same old spiel same bullshit thing. that we mm -hmm. that we've said all throughout the year. Yeah. So there is well, no real new one. Used to just 
it used to feel different. It didn't used to feel like a regular tournament on tour, and now it does. Yeah, it, it used to feel special, and it yeah. doesn't feel special anymore. That's, and that's ultimately something to probably consider with that too. And they seem to not. They seem to be de-emphasizing the specialness of it. You know, even the things that used to be really fun about it. Remember how they they sort of retreated into selfie mode. Remember when they all used to do the photo shoot? They used well, to they don't the draw is happening someplace else weird. Yeah, right? I know. But you know, before you used to you used to pick a symbolic place and do that major photo shoot and then drop all those yep. things that would excite people. Then you would also yep. do the draw show in a fun and interesting way. And then you would also like divvy up the groups and have them take pictures together in an interesting way. So it's like they yep, all of that's gone. Pulled back yeah. from all the different things that could sort of generate a lot of fun press. Would they they totally took away all of that. And I mean, I'll be honest, the thing that they talked about this week Instead of talking about the tournament, the only thing that they talked about, and I saw a lot of coverage, was about the Federer Benito story. Like that's like you have a finals with the top eight guys that you're mm -hmm. trying to build an audience for, and you're going to spend time talking about the Benito piece. Yes, I get it. You need the clicks, but that also demonstrates like a real inability to generate new interesting angles. And positive storyline because and you were positive, dragging yeah. yourself. You're you were, dragging, exactly. You were you're dragging, dragging yourself. yourself. And you're dragging the man who arguably bring in the most money. The money. You know what I mean? Yeah, so he's the weird. guy who helped you get this way. It's weird. It was just a weird, it, just a strange way. And like like Janine also acknowledged, like there were just fun things that they've eliminated. Like you why know something, you, uh, you know what the other thing that we should, we should be considering it's that um, personalities, like these guys in this new world of social media, they've all retreat, retreated into this kind of like a Instagram mode picture kind of like, you know, that's all I'm saying. Because if you look at back in the day when it was like, you know, young, like I'm considered, I've watched tennis get like unfettered access to tennis, like in the late 1990s. And you had so many different personalities, and they weren't even necessarily striking personalities, but they were all different people. Kafelnikov, Sampras, Karechuk, Moya, Kruton, Hewitt, Federer, Nalbandian. All those were like different set of people. You know what I mean? Like they were, yeah, Rojan, I, I, they were completely different individual people, and they weren't necessarily trying to gel into being like this kind of oneness. Like, for example, like I'm sure they were like, let's go on the subway, like the, the, the tube, right? The metro. That was just a photo shoot. Like my thing was just like, wh why didn't you get them to be themselves? Why didn't well, you just follow them around and see what they wanted to do in London? And it was fine, you know. It was just, it's just like I just think that I just think the whole thing feels really lazy and half-assed. Well, and you know, you got I, that second home contract, so you don't have to do shit anymore, right? <laughs> but, but you know what? Actually, it's not even that though. You have to do more because you have the problem that you just pointed out, because you don't have dynamic personalities, you've got to do more for them. So even like when you're sitting there looking at the tournament and they're prepping you for who's coming out, like mm -hmm. the video montages of who these players are have to be better. Like the storytelling, I mean, like honest to goodness, I mean, you're working with somebody like Kevin Anderson who's boring as hell. So the most important thing and the most interesting thing they can talk to us about Kevin Anderson is him and his, his dog. dog. 
I mean, oh, like, I don't on. even, like, I don't know. Listen, I like yeah. animals as much as the next person, but if that's the most <laughs> that interesting. That puppy factor, that puppy factor, me. that no, puppy I mean, factor, don't but, yeah. but, but, like, are you so vacuous in terms of, like, as a personality? And I'm not presuming that that's him because he's probably a very nice person. But how can, how are you going to display an interesting persona for me when it's about your dog? I don't care about your dog. I'm not even an animal person, you know? So I'm just got Take the dog out of my face. So I just like, you know, I mean, like, and Dominique team, nice enough guy, but what's his story? What's his personality? Yeah. I'm you sure know, Dominic is really not. excited. I mean, like, he's no, really he's excited. Stop I mean, it. like, look, look, <laughs> let me take that back. Let me take, let me not say excited. Let me say interested. Because I mean, like, you gotta deal with Kiki and she's speaking 15 million different languages. So I mean, like, when I say interested, I think Dominic team is the kind of person you hang around. And he's gonna do some crazy shit. Be like maybe, this maybe, motherfucker. I but swear. The funny thing is, and I feel I feel like the reporters who cover the tournament, I feel like the reporters who cover the tournament even admitted the lack of interest by focusing so much on Federer this week instead of on any of the other players. They themselves caught to the fact that they couldn't generate any interest in the top eight, and I think that's problematic. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm not a reporter, but I was like identify some people who really find this to be exciting and let them take the lead and let them generate interesting stories for you because they just didn't do it. You know what I mean? Like, there was yep. nothing. It's just, it was very sleepy uh, time. And right. I, mean, I, I never got the sense that they, they don't, I don't, no. they don't feature any of the players' individuality. No, it's only the player is left to their own devices. And yeah. that's not always a great thing, people. It's not. You got to do some work. You got to help them. So, oh, you know, man. I would say I was contrasting it because because they were doing the anniversary, I was really thinking about my time at the tournament. And year one, I bought tickets for as many sessions as I possibly could. And I saw every session. And honest to goodness, I had I had tickets for the final. And this is, I mean, this is really sad. I had tickets for the final. And I was hanging out with my family members and I fully planned on going to the final. I did. Cause I said, you know what? I got to leave. May not make the doubles, but I'm definitely going to make the singles. And it was four 15. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, I'm so warm and cozy. <laughs> there wasn't enough interest on my part. Now, I mean, blame me for whatever, but in the past I've gone to tons of crappy matches, but I just, there was no interest in me. I, first of all, I didn't think Sasha was going to do it. So that wasn't interesting for me. But I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't care enough to get up off of my ass and take a Metro 45 minutes to go to a match that, frankly, I had really not great seats, but a good enough seat at the lower level that I, I kind of came out of a little bit of pocket for. But I really sat and thought about it. And I was like, eh. And I mean, there were lots of matchups for the week that were just like that. I was like, eh. I mean, that's. That's painful. And I mean, think about it for you guys. That's like, bad. Were that's there any bad, matchups? Bad, bad. Yeah, were there any matchups that would have got you out of your seat and you to get out of in the cold and get on the subway this week? I just I mm. mean it was hard, you know? It was really hard. I mean, maybe it was also just the grouping didn't I just like I, I wanted to see the first Sasha Nole match, but I didn't have tickets for that because they put that in the day. Right. So that was fine. I mean, and if I wanted to, that's probably the only match I would say I was initially interested in. But that match was a wash because Nole, like, cleaned his clock 
pretty easily. So then I was after I saw the scoreline, I was like, eh, I guess I didn't miss much, right? And even this final, I looked at it and I was like, it seems like Sasha played amazing, but I was maybe regretful that I didn't see him win his first thing. But beyond that, I didn't. The match feel- was crazy. Just yeah, I just, I, you know, I didn't, you know, I don't know. Like, I just. You I had tickets for the final? I did have tickets. She for had the final. tickets for the final and she didn't go. That's what she's that's trying what to say. say. Oh. She wasn't interested enough to go. I mean, I just had a conversation with Reels about this. What, how, how do no, you- no, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I took finals to mean the whole thing. No, no, no. I, I there had, were I, days on a whole no, that you no, didn't I actually, no, sorry. I actually had, no, and I had tickets. Listen, I had tickets for the Wednesday night match. And I was like, okay, I got my ass up and I was like, I'm going to go. But it was Isner versus Chilich, okay? Oh, girl. You know what? Okay, the thing I will say about that match, at least it was long, right? At least it was three sets. And so that was something. But it was not interesting tennis. But I I had the ticket, so I stuck it out and I watched it. But let's be real. When you look at tennis and you look at these top eight guys, I'm sorry. I mean, maybe this is going to sound really crazy and horrible, but... We need some people of color up in there. Like what international sport does not have some top awesome folks of color at the in the top ranks? Like, I mean, I hate to say it, it's gonna sound horrible, but we usually bring the personality. We usually bring some fun way of playing and we also bring personality. These group of guys, they're great, they're lovely, whatever, but they are shit ton boring. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, I, I Chilich like him, boring. Isner, whatever. I mean, even poor K, I you yeah. know I find K exciting, but K was not feeling the ball this week. So even his matches didn't have what they could usually bring. And he admitted it. He's like, you know what? I wasn't feeling the ball. Like I week. tell y'all for the longest while, the real crowd please and the real fun thing to watch at the ATP finals is the doubles. The double, but no, but I didn't care. But the doubles are not compelling enough in terms of the, the, the you don't know these people per se. Yeah, but, but, it, but when it, I'm it, talking it, about it, like on court yeah. dynamics, and you know, it you feel like in, it's interesting. It is the doubles. It is the doubles. I mean, like maybe it's because it's four people and there is an interaction between two people. But honestly, you're right, and I'm not even coming at this from the color angle per se. I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying that these I, guys. I, I, be this match. I mean, I, I mean, you're right. You're great. you're right about that. I mean, like a lot of these things, there could be more that could be done to put more people of color into these arenas and whatever. Tennis remains largely a white sport and largely a money privileged sport. But I'm just and saying then, that they're all boring, really, in that respect. And unfortunately, a dull group of guys. Like, like honestly, because I was looking at it, and I was like, okay, I was talking to a friend, and I was like, let's look at the top fifty. Who would we substitute in to make this an engaging top eight? Hmm. Like sub in some people, take, you know, keep fed, keep no lay, but then let's sub in some other people. Who else would we have subbed in? Are we talking about whether or not we're saying fit or just generally just for personality thing? We're, we're, we're doing a, for fun. We're for doing fun. a beauty concert kind of no, thing, right? No, I'm saying for fun, Reels, pay attention for fun. Um, Fonini, Fonini, Fonini is an asshole, but yeah, Sanga. I mean, Sanga, I mean, you know, just like who could have brought some like buzz and just excitement? Like, it's that's that's what I'm saying. Like, whatever it is that's lending you leading us to the top eight, 
it's not the right mixture of people to bring it. It's just not. They're just, I, I'm like, you know, I mean, Sasha is fine enough, I guess, but I don't know. I just was like, they're not, they don't have it. They don't have. Well, girl, I'm looking on this list and only those yeah, people right? look excited. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, if you, 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 right? you, you could put in Bernie Tomich, but he might burn the place down. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe oh a little bit too much excitement. I mean, a little just too, I mean, too much. Like a healthy Delpo. You know, but you um, know what? But you know what? Um, Sergey um, Stakovsky said this to us a long time ago when he was on here last year, uh, um, earlier this year. He said, "We Federer changed the way in which tennis is and get people engaged in tennis. How tennis, read in tennis, and it just becomes this whole. Yes, he's a great person, nice. great press person in the press conferences, but it's all just the same oneness. There is no." uniqueness and flair and also they're also afraid that you know let's be 100 here to that you know like social media will get them and drag them so they're very cautious and stilted but i mean that doesn't stop them from being personalities on the court i don't you don't need to have a social media feed and i i i i i I reject the blaming of Federer for that. I reject that because Federer has always appreciated, he's friends with assholes. So it's not like Federer is telling people not. Yes, his friends, a lot of his friends, you know nearly all mean? of his friends are assholes. are assholes. And so it's like, so I reject that. I think, I don't know what it is. I don't know what. No, I'm not blaming him to say, I'm just saying that that is a model that people sort of like want well, to gravitate to. Shut with that model. It, I don't think it depends. I don't think it matters how you are in a fucking presser. Just be more exciting on court. Like, what do I care what you're saying in a press conference? I don't care about that. But it's just, whatever it is, it's made them dead as tennis players. Um, You get this top eight guys and none of them, none of them. The vibe was bad. It was a bad location, bad vibes. And And then the coverage wasn't good. The coverage wasn't like, wasn't, you know, generating to help you find excitement. Because I a seventy six a six as basketball game just dead and boring and I think they were bored. I think that the people who covered it were bored, and it looked like the people who were doing the tournament were bored, and therefore we were bored. And so, even though I had tickets for the final, there was a part of me that didn't think that it was going to be worth my time showing up. And I'm happy that Sasha surprised us, but even that surprise was like, oh well, that's cool. But I just. You know, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, maybe, maybe it's a reflection of my, maybe it's a reflection of me and ten years at this. Um, but there's definitely a change in the tournaments and in how you feel about it. Like this used to be a really exciting thrill. And well, it just- you know what? You know what is interesting about this comment because this is something that um, we have remarked on other tournaments across the where we've been going to on a regular basis. Yeah, there's just a, a shift. Now, not just for us, but because I don't yeah. go to a lot of tournaments, but not and not just for me, from other people when they go to different places, they comment, you know, like it just seemed to be going. And the men are boring. I think the guys are boring. Suck. I think they're boring. And I I don't know what it is. I don't I don't blame them specifically. Whatever it is that they're doing, however they you know, whatever it takes to succeed on the tour, somehow mm-hmm. it takes their joy. It it, it 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 like it it steals the joy, and so what you end up with are a bunch of joyless champs. Um, and and know, men don't say some shit because this is the end of the year. The season is long. Let's talk about the fact that y'all are boring in Melbourne as well. Just <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm did just you, saying. Did you watch any of it? Sorry, I feel like I was talking. very little. I, no, it's fine, I, but I really didn't. Um, I didn't want to. Isn't that funny? So. 
That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy you didn't want to. Well, I missed the um I watched a lot of it. Um mm-hmm. I missed the doubles finals and I'm happy I did, though for a bad reason. I went to watch that new Harry Potter movie. It's a whole other conversation, but my God, I didn't pay for that. Mm-hmm. But you know, um I saw a lot of the doubles and whatever. And it's really I think again, I say I enjoyed the doubles. The doubles um, are great. The great um that those guys bring more personality amongst each other, and I wish they would the ATP would do more to put them on regular stages and more to popular in TV and highlight them, you know, feature them a lot better than they do now. Um, in terms of the singles, um, yeah, most of the matches were dull. I think it, I you know, I kind of hope that it would have been different when K came off with a bang and he beat Federer. Mm-hmm. Change it and all I was just like, you know, change it all up, you know, like, you know, because Federer has never started off with a loss, no matter how mm-hmm. shitty he comes in. Right? Yeah. He never comes in with a loss. But, uh, and I thought Kid was going to be doing something. And then the next day, it just became like a shit show, basically. It's just like, can I tell you created. honestly, Federer was the only thing that was, um, and that's so sad, but he's the only one that created any sense of confusion about what was going to happen. Was there any doubt in your mind that Nole was going to win his group? Oh, no, there was no doubt at all. Or in the um, end that Sasha was going to be second? Well, I think, but here's the thing. I think with Kay beating Federer, there was that buzz that probably something could have changed, right? But that's it what could've... I mean. Like, that was the only thing. But then as soon as the next day came around, you know, like, yep. it was just like, oh. This was not going to be um, anything. And I believe Kevin played. Yeah, he was very good too. Like he was. He played Dominic. And I think, um, yeah, I think people expected Dominic to have won that match as well. I thought Dominic would just show up better. Yeah, I thought so too. But he was struggling and and, um, he made some really poor errors. Like, really, like, come on, dude. But um, also, to be truthful, you know, Kanda was just like, bitch, come to the net. I dare you to come to the net. I dare you to come move off of that base and then come forward. So that was his problem. Kevin showed him that Kevin, because it's indoor and Kevin had all of the, you know, it was better for Kevin. It was just a better matchup for Kevin um, in that respect. Um, but none, none of the matches had any real buzz or, or highlights, really, because then where the anticipation showed up for the next match against Federer versus um dominic that ended in a fizzle you know and dominic has shown that he can beat federer i think doesn't he lead the fed head to head in federer no, no actually but it's like two one or something two one or something it, like it, that yeah it's been close it's been it's it been close. Be close yeah and he just didn't you know and then cake ah damn a bagel and a breadstick <laughs> fucking hell from kando i know from kando <laughs> When they've played very close matches in the past, so that's I. I, I mean, when that happened, we just knew. Week. We just knew this was done. This is there's nothing. There's nothing here to watch. Yeah, Kay was having a bad week, and you know maybe maybe there is something to be said for it for being a long week. Maybe maybe the, a long year. Maybe the, maybe they need to shut down the season right after the U.S. Open. But then where would they get all their money from Asia? So, um, but you know, think of, you know, true that. <laughs> Maybe right after the U.S. Open, you do the Davis Cup, and then there's like another period, and and then they all get together for a match in October, and the finals is in October, and then they end up having like November and December off. Maybe that'll put a fire under people's asses. No, but, damn I, well, that's not but I have to say something. You know, while we're here, you know, I you know, I'm not a candle fan. I just that. I mean, he looks like an ugly stepsister, like a, a creature from a Victorian madhouse novel. But 
I have to say that, you know, like going back to people, maybe players, y'all need to take a vacation, you know, a vacation in quotation mark because Kendall was injured last year, a part of last year, and he came back strong. Oh, so yeah. maybe y'all need to take a break. That's fine. I think they probably can. But I mean, the only good news I have is hopefully the beating that um, Kevin Anderson uh, got from Federer and Nove. Maybe that will make him retreat from the top 10. I mean, that was not what I thought was going to come out of your mouth. But you know what? <laughs> Listen, okay. I'm struggling. I want, I want, I want Burdage back. Okay. <laughs> Give me Burdage back. I know, I know. I much prefer Burdage. But you know what? I have to say, though, I did live for the fact that John Isna didn't win a single match. Uh, <laughs> I was like... But you know what? At least he kept it. At least it... <laughs> did, did, I think, did you think he would? Um, oh, you know, um, it's, he it's came indoor. close. It's indoor. He came close. Yeah. But you know what was hilarious? Is that the one trick pony when it came to really show that trick he they double faulted who's double faulting in the tie break for god's sake he double faulted he double faulted for the break he double faulted it was just like god damn it was like demoralizing it was you could feel you could feel it sad because you know what yeah he came out there ready for the big stage he did he, he, he came out like he was gonna own this shit. But I mean, I will give him props. That he made it. He gave us a long match, and that's something to be said. But not against Chilich, though. It would have been against anybody. Would have been more excited. But not against but, uh, but but you know, it was three sets. Um. So uh, yeah, I mean, my idea is you've got two more years of this thing. Change it up, London. Come on. Change oh, it. Change Let me tell y'all something, go, though. Guess what? Go with pink. Go with red. Do something. Change Not pink. Color. That ugly Olympic pink. Ooh, I don't whatever know. That purple is. No. Color scheme. Change the color scheme. Figure out a way to... London, you need to hire some people of color um, product promoters <laughs> and designers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What it is. And also, you know what? I, I think, remember a couple of years ago, people were saying that we should have, like, um it, you should have, like, uh, the top seven and then, like, one person that we all vote in. We should do that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the next gen does that, right? There's a wild card. Give it a wild card. We need a wild card up in there. We do. There is a wild you know? card. There <laughs> is a wild, wild card. card. Hey, I got to tell you all something. So, Kevin Anderson won today before he had to speak. And I was kind of like, Ooh, you got some bass in your throat. Because, you know, usually he sounds like a Muppet. Like, what is this voice? Sir, what are you doing? He really... He's like talking it. to someone. He's getting a little... He is getting some publicity draining. Really is. So, watch out, people. Kevin Anderson going to be plastered across some building somewhere. I hope never to be near that building or seeing it. But just saying Kevin Anderson is coming for some publicity and some um, endorsement money. So, who made that happen? Please fix it. It shouldn't be happening. So, the final happened. Um, I watched it. Um, all mm -hmm. I got to say is that Sasha, you know, I'm always iffy about Nole because I always feel that Nole isn't losing because of his tennis in terms of, like, he's being beaten. It's just that, you know, he just isn't playing at his best, if that makes any sense. But a win is a win is a win. And it was great to see, again, a young player moving up. And, you know, Sasha really... He took his beating in stride because that's one thing I have to say. I watched all of his matches and he definitely came into his own uh, the tournament. 
I think, you know, like last year when he came here last day, he was kind of like, uh, I'm not so sure if I belong. But this time he was just like, you know what? I could read it. Greg all won this shit last year. The fuck? What was I doing? <laughs> what was I doing last year that I True. couldn't have been in that finals? True. You know, and but he you're really saying came... mm-hmm. Go ahead. You're saying he uh he won because Novak was off? Is no, that what I... you're saying? Yeah, I generally think so. I mean, like when no lay so. is in this I think so too, because I mean Nole was Nole was losing the Nole rallies. Nole beat him earlier in the week. What was it? Yeah, that beat him. him. Yeah. So it wasn't listen, it's like when Nole lost to Andy in that 